Of this. We're supposed to be communicating. Okay. We're fucking working Shut here up. together, my nigga. This man yeah, really shut typed. Up. Shut up. Don't talk this man really typed guy. Estefania. Yes, I typed that shit out. <laughs> you didn't even spell it right. Eddie, do the intro. Fuck. Okay, boys, it's your host with the roast. Shut up, Berlizzi. <laughs> you thought I was gonna catch that? <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. No, you All thought right. I wasn't gonna catch that. Fuck. Alright, look, uh, it's your boy, Juno mm. Nice. You know, we started another podcast here reserved for This course. is the lamest fucking intro I've ever heard in my life. We got uh <laughs> no, it's kind of we really got weird. DJ. Hey, what's up? We got Glizzy God. What up? We got Mamba Jack. We got Araxis. We got Zach? Pastel King. Yeah. And we got uh, Ace. Yurt. This nigga say Yurt. Nigga try to be wrong. Nigga try to be wrong so bad. Nigga try to be wrong so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to be hey, Ron so bad. Ron always say you're like that. That's Ron's face. No, 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 Masculinity, toxic masculinity, I guess. Since this nigga want to talk about it so badly, I really don't. Do <laughs> Why do you so, not have these topics ready to line up? They're over here and it's like a server. This here. is because Ghani really wanted to talk about toxic masculinity, bro. And he no, was like, we "We're like having a conversation." It feels like it's way too fucking early. For who? Just so get into something and so fucking deep. Ugh. It's deep. It's like this is like okay. episode forty-five shit, and episode. Yeah, okay, so how about this? Think, if think you're gonna get into this deep episode, like just save this and then post it for the later. Save on. this, bro. Look here. If you listen to this episode right now, what you mean too deep? Shut up, bitch. It's not that deep. Let's talk about it. Let's talk Today's July seventeenth, twenty twenty-one. Damn, really in July. Okay, so my first question is like, is toxic masculinity just like a full-on problem? Absolutely, it is yeah. hard to pronounce. Yes, yeah, I, I think it is a problem. Okay, what is what define what is your because everybody would have their different what is Yanni what is your definition of a toxic masculinity? The, the, the toxic told masculinity. Toxic, like, I guess it's like a fucking dickhead that doesn't like respect anyone basically. Wait, can I That's can I lay out a, a definition and see if we all agree to it? Oh, mm -hmm. shit, definition, yeah. So all right, all right, all right. So, so from what I'm seeing, uh, toxic masculinity is when men feel the need to conform to rigid gender norms, so mm. they will act a certain way to uphold a certain image. Is what toxic masculinity is. That's a slightly laid out. For I don't yeah. know. Are we talking? I think it's a little broader, like, though. I think it's a little broader. I don't it know because to me that one, I don't see that much as much as the issue unless you're trying to force other people within that thing. But if you're just so, doing it for yourself and you're not so, affecting so no one, what's an example I don't see of like problem. toxic masculinity? Is that, is that, is that what it means? With like, oh, you gotta do these just because you're the woman, and I gotta go do this because I'm the man. No, it's and more like mean, it's more like uh, when when like there's cultural norms, right? Yeah. But like if you stray from a certain path, you're considered toxic, right? Yeah, so it's so like how society views you within a so certain it's like, like it's like, oh, men don't cry, so I'm gonna like suppress all my emotions. That's toxic masculinity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or it's like, oh, I can never lose, so I'm gonna like 
take put everybody down so that way i'm always on top you know yeah that's right. that's the identity. yeah like maintaining appearance you know yeah yeah like, like, you know, like alpha, you know, I'm alpha, you know, that's, that's tossing masculinity. That alpha shit is very yeah. Um, I, I think, I think it's a societal problem. I think, uh, like the older generation of like parenting is definitely kind of wrong in that sense. Because, mm -hmm. you know, like, like, like violence to indicate like, like power. Like you can't talk, you know, like I, I can't talk to my dad about how I felt with shit, you know, like that's just not how we did, you know, that's not how <laughs> we do and everything, kind of you know? weird, like. If you did, it just showed like weakness towards him or some shit. Yeah, and mm -hmm. it's just hard to talk to him because, like, you know, like I can talk to my mom how I want, but like my dad was just like, like, what do you say? At least okay, you have a dad. Do you believe? I don't have a dad. Okay, true. They can grow <laughs> out of it. Like, so say if you like mm. you have to talk to masculine parents and like, oh, you don't shouldn't do this, but that child would feel this way. Do you think they would carry that on to the next like until they're probably like, yeah, Are generation you about the like, child specifically. Yeah, so like they're like, oh. So since they want to talk about it, but since they've been told not to, they feel like that. But since they've been taught so like a way, do you think they can grow out of that or they're just going to carry on the same tradition? Nah, well, I feel like the reason shit. it's so loosely like it's like front upon in this generation is because we're able to get out of our house and see it like the world around us. And then how the new generation reacts to things because we have access to social media and everything. Or they're yeah, like, you can, do you, does this happen to y'all? Like, does your dad do this? And it's like, wait, I actually felt bad about this. Now I have a voice. Right, because uh, you could, like, see the examples of, like, yeah. past generations. Yeah. And it's, laid every, out for you. Yeah. it's laid out for you in front of your face. It's not like it's, like, newspaper worthy. Like, you're getting, you can get it directly whenever you want. And that's why I think the generation will just continue to evolve and change. And that we won't revert back, hopefully. Yeah, everybody's, like, putting their foots down yeah. now. Yeah. And there's like so many like outlets like social media, you know, where like a lot of people are relating to each other and they're kind of like, you know, pushing each other through. It's so like, is your dad I, a dick? Yeah, my dad's a dick too. Like, yeah, thanks. Imagine having a dad. <laughs> okay. Is your bro. dad there? Dude, yeah, my dad's gone too. Like, okay, you know? I have a question. Who said that? Was that you, DJ? No, no that was Sage. Not Sage. Yeah. Sage? Dude, yeah. Are you black? No. <laughs> I'm black. What? I'm what does that mean? What does sounding black mean, John? Are, are you this is just a sounding black, bro. What is sounding I can tell. There's no, I'm Hawaiian. No, you can't. You, can. you literally cannot. You literally cannot. really cannot tell. Yes, you can't sure. tell. Straight I'm, up. I'm the if I never token said, Hawaiian. If I never said nigga, you would literally never tell. I think. <laughs> like, no, I can no, tell you're black. No, no, no. You're black. Your name, Eddie. Your name. Angelo, you have no voice. You can't say he sounds black. Without knowing somebody's name, I talk about the what? voice alone. Talk about voice alone. Oh, I guess. Like, back legit. Masculinity. Like, listen, uh, like, you, you do say you just sound black, Eddie. Yeah, you sound black. Um, I mean, I guess. Where were we? Yeah. So, what, what's the question? You're just gonna ask me a question. What's, what's, what's the question at hand? I, I just, I just want to understand. He wanted like your definition of. I wanted to know if, or are I talking about the first question or the second question that I asked? Second ask the second question. The one where it's like. So let's say that uh, you were raised like as a, under toxic masculinity and that you wanted to speak up, but you couldn't because that's how you're taught. But then yes. you have a kid. Are mm. you going to follow the same traditions of like, oh, you know, you should man up because that's how you were taught and that you carried that on? Or are you going to grow out of it? Um, I would say no, because that's like generational like um, resentment kind of thing. Oh. I don't yeah. know. And I, I think that's just going to like, because it affects people when they grow older and they'll look back at it and be like, damn, I didn't talk to my dad after I got out that house because that shit. And they're like, well, I want to be better than my dad. Like, that's that thing. Like, you want to be better than the person that raised you because that's what the goal was for you. 
Yeah, right? That, I hope it depends on the person, though. That's all person true. person. Yeah. But like, bro, sometimes when, like, in some people's cases, like, our boy, uh, Sage, like, if you don't have a father or some type of parental figure, that's important. Mm -hmm. Sometimes how you raise your kids within your own perspective can skew your in intentions. Because mm. it's like the same thing with my dad. My dad didn't really have a relationship with his father. So he always says some stuff like, oh, I didn't have a dad. And I'm doing my best. <laughs> he was like, yeah, but like, dude, since you don't have a dad, you low-key don't really fully understand how to be a dad. Yeah. Mm. Which is kind of interesting. Because like, I wouldn't say that people can't grow up to not be like toxic or whatever, but I feel like there's certain things that may uh, hold them back from doing so because like if you don't have like a certain friend group that has the, these open conversations to talk about, oh, what is how how does this going on in your life and this and this, I you might not even have the chance to really think about that stuff deeply to like reflect on yourself and like the people around you, you know? Yeah. yeah. So uh, since that came to me, um, just to like touch on that, I think it like uh, Pastel was saying, it really depends on the person because like luckily for me, like yeah. um, my my mom, she's you know in the military like twenty three and a half years, and she I don't know she kind of grew up a tomboy, you know, so she was able mm -hmm. to kind of fill both roles for me, and uh, that that comes back to the argument a lot of people make about like toxic masculinity, like like is it does it even exist? Because my mom always taught me like just treat people right, you know, and so. There's a difference between like being a douchebag or like, do you have to stay on the path that society sets for you, you know, to to like not be considered, you know, toxic, per se, you know. No, I think toxic mm -hmm. masculinity is more of an inward thing rather than an outward thing. Think so? Um, I just, I genuinely, I, I, I believe so. I believe the whole concept of like boys don't cry and you know, you mm -hmm. gotta be a solid rock and stuff. Those are very much inward things that I think. Know, end up affecting outwardly but like i don't feel like that has anything with how you treat others that has to do with how you treat yourself but when you say that do you mean like inward is in like um like that you have to consciously make a decision because like i would say like outwardly because it's societal standards putting that pressure on you to to be to act a certain way right mm -hmm. i mean i mean yeah but i i mean like I, I get what you mean by by the fucking outward pressure but like yeah. i think at the end of the day, it's an inward feeling. It is, I guess, what I mean. It's not like how you're acting towards outwards. You know what I mean? It's it's mm -hmm. how you're acting towards yourself, and then how that affects others. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, that comes this second, is you know what I like, mean? Toxic masculinity. All right. So because it's like when people talk about toxic masculinity, there's there's always certain like things that kind of play key parts into it. Like you know, a big a big thing is kind of like the idea of like physical compassion, you know what I mean? With, with, you know, friends even, you know what I mean? People kind of are like, it's like the idea that, you know, it's acceptable for like a, you know, a, like a woman to, you know, be huggy and cuddly with, with her friends. But if a guy were to do it, it's, you know, suddenly taboo, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. and I think it's like those type of like standards set that are like, what, what, what it's really defining, you know, mm -hmm. toxic masculinity, uh, less of how I'm treating people. I mean, maybe you True. could, you know, our arguments could go further that say there's like a standards, well, how, how men should treat women as well. But you know, I think the majority of the cases when it comes to, you know, this, this idea is are, are very much like standards men have to follow rather than like 
actions they or how they treat people. I think you're right because you can be like the most extroverted person in the world and still like have a foundational belief that like real men don't cry, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think Yeah, seriously. I think there was actually an interesting study where um like uh there was like a a woman and she dressed up as a man for like a month in like the workplace. I was like I don't I don't remember how long like the study was, but she found like herself very like it was very hard to like open up to like guy friends and you know stuff like that i just thought that was like pretty pretty interesting you know what i mean it, sh- it shows a lot of like how how closed off you know people have become yeah you know, how, how much it takes for people to be willing to take that step you know yeah and just gotta like put a framework like, around what you said you know like like we are talking about like toxic masculinity but we gotta also understand that there is just masculinity yeah you know like like these these emotions were like you know like even when people probably couldn't talk you know i'm sure men had knew that they had to hold a higher a higher standard in in the social life you know that they had to act a certain way to keep things going a certain you know a certain way to make keep things running yeah to keep things running exactly you know and like and nobody's gonna call them toxic because they did what they had to do you know like that's just the qualities and attributes that you get when you're when you're a guy you know i think they would hold on it eventually i do think if it gets to a certain point they will have to like show an emotion like everybody's gonna have to show emotion at some point yeah, like, at some point you're gonna break but, yeah that's nobody's like, that's a, everybody breaking cries. yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's everybody knows that yeah people yeah. people see that that's the that's the argument though on like what defines it as is toxic because it's nothing wrong with not wanting to like show you emotion know, show, like a whole lot of emotion or be explosive and you know out of control with mm-hmm. them but you know, I do believe um, it's a certain person to person thing for that. Yeah, I mean, yeah exactly. it depends on how you were raised too. Because if, if you have parents that were like telling you it's okay to cry, even right. if you're a boy, then like you would never even think about the fact that oh, real men don't cry. See, that's like, my circumstance. I was talking about yeah, yeah, same thing. That, mm-hmm. that kind of thought process would even come to your head because it's like you see because I feel like I, never I feel like that. I feel like it's mm-hmm. kind of weird because you know your parents will raise you away. Um. But like, not to be like, oh, we, you know, fucking hashtag society. But like, <laughs> more more often than not, you know what I mean. Like, you can be raised a certain way, but it's society and the backing of you know your your surroundings that really shapes you more. I feel like your parents can set you up in a certain way, but if like you observing as a child don't see that, then yeah, you know, so say, yeah. Have also, different like, yeah, your image environment. In your head. Are gonna, is gonna fucking yeah i think like like change. parents definitely set like the groundwork for you like a foundation and then you just kind of build upon that you know and you can build you know in whichever direction you want but um i do think a lot of it now is like it can be contributed like to parenting like if you if you parent with a more of like an open-minded kind of uh approach you know like it could kind of just leave more room for the you know, like the innate kind of behaviors rather than like what society thinks. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like if you're like, if you're like, just take the time to think about your feelings and, you know, kind of like trust your judgment in a certain situation, then, then, you know, then you're just getting that straight masculinity or whatever, you know, emotions that I, are truly I mean, just like genetic. I want to mm-hmm. teach, that's what I want to teach my kid if I do have a boy. Like, 
it is okay to like cry and have emotions, but I don't want them to like be emotional about every single little thing. Like, don't oh. be a bitch. <laughs> like it is like if it's like that serious, like yeah, it's okay to get emotional. You don't have to hold it in. But if it's like for, for like little shit, oh, they mm. they didn't uh, say hi to me to this day. Oh, I get it. I, I better start, I'm gonna bawl my eyes out just because they didn't look at me today or or message me. I'm like, all right, all right, it sucks, but you know, it's not. It's not the end of the world. It's no not. Uh, I think it's a little harder than that because, like, it's almost it's hard to impose like a specific way you're supposed to feel. You know, it's kind of like all or nothing. Like, don't cry or like do cry. You know, it's not like yeah. cry now, cry especially when it comes cry. to kids. Especially, yeah. when I would say like don't cry. I'd say think on the situation of like, is it really like detrimental where it will affect you? Like that, it's the most. Yeah, that, that right there is a thought process yeah. that I had to come about myself. Right, yeah, that's what I was thinking up. too. Yeah, that's based has on your experience. Figure that out though, on your own, right? Yeah. Yeah, because because me growing up, I used to get mad or angry about a, like small ass shit all the time. Like if someone says some fuck shit to me, I'd be like I get mad at it so fucking easily. I'll be trying to fight someone or whatever. Like, yeah, I get my ass beat or whatever, but it's cool. Um, but. It, it got to the point where I was like, damn, I, I gotta stop getting mad at all these small shits because at the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter because it's just like, if someone's saying some dumb shit to me, like, fuck them. Let me just keep on pushing mm -hmm. my own life. Right, like, who cares? I, yeah. used, to do that shit. I used to, like, trigger him back in high school with this. This is kind of funny. Yeah, I, 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 I trigger this man now. <laughs> that shit... Mad at, I used to get mad annoyed. <laughs> I had no time. I used to call him like my son and shit in high school, <laughs> and God used to get mad shit. as fuck at me for that shit. But like, that that kind of like segues though, like into mental health, because like, what if what if you as a person, right, uh, within your situation, you, you had to you had all that pent up aggression, and you you were always taught not to let it out, not to let anybody see you upset, right? And you're just holding that inside. Like when you finally explode, you know what's How's it gonna be then? You know. Yeah. Terrible. But I think, I think so like, that's like yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we all have like our outings now. Like we we kind of know who we are. We, we have something we yeah. can do to de-stress, yeah. right? But like when mm -hmm. you're a kid, you're still figuring out life, figuring out who you are. Like, what do you do then? You know, if you're taught, do not cry in front of anybody, right? Well, that's the mm -hmm. thing, because that's what you're taught. You know, like there's you're just you're at that point you're set up for failure, mm -hmm. and you're just gonna have to learn from your like you're just gonna have to learn at that point you know like you're on your own you know like this is why i think like the parents like have so much impact on like how you develop like your thinking process mm -hmm. because like how i'm gonna teach my kid is like it's okay to show emotion okay but you're gonna have to deal with whatever you're struggling with you know right like you can yeah. feel what you're feeling but you cannot sit there and break down and get pushed over yeah, yeah. Like, if you're gonna cry yeah. you're gonna handle what you're doing while you're crying i don't care what you're like no go handle real. it you know no. like go handle what you gotta do <laughs> it's like i think see like, like i was little i have, I have a question on that like we're gonna let zach talk and then uh you guys well, i was gonna say like that i really agree with that mindset because like when i was little like that's like i had uh when i like i have i took karate lessons when i was really fucking little but like i think that's like the one thing that like the oh. teacher would always like tell me is like hey you know, like, you know, just, um, you know, just, you know, it doesn't matter if you're crying, you know, you have to push through it all the time. Yeah. Of 
Yeah, no, I, I that's just how I see things, you know. Like times are always gonna get tough, and nothing's ever gonna be good, always, yeah. you know. And it's like you can show emotion, but just don't don't let yourself fall into the pit of like you can't do it, you know. Like you have to work, you have to work for you for what you want, and that's just oh, how but, it is. But no, then you're not a man, you know. The thing is, well, that's just social, that, that's the social out, like outlook on it. But, I don't even care. Oh, I'm a teacher's like wait, you know. Wait. Huh? Wait, can you repeat that? Like in that context, like you're not a man because of what? Well, I was saying it sarcastically, but like you know. Yeah, yeah, maybe, I got that. Right. But, uh, but some uh, people be like are serious about that, but yeah. Like yeah, I don't even okay. care if, at the, if it's my like my son or my daughter. Like I want to teach them. Like it is gonna get hard. You're gonna get hit. But I want you to fucking get back up. Like you, you have the emotion like oh shit, uh, and then like. Have your like have your fucking moments or but you're gonna have to realize that eventually it's gonna be alright. So you're gonna get back up and keep moving. I don't want you to fucking just sit there and wallow in your sadness or some shit and okay. let life pass by you. Sometimes mm. I say this shit all the time to these niggas. It's a kind of a bad take, but sometimes I feel like some form of like I don't know, I guess toxic masculinity. Mm. In some certain situations can be good for someone I'd, growing. Not I'd, in like I'd, the way. I'd say it depends on, on I agree. Like, exactly what you mean by like. Yeah, yeah, I'm not talking the whole encompassing thing, but certain things that are seen as toxic can like help you grow like mentally. He was like, oh, you told you got to be strong. This, this, and that. You know how like uh, even though that stuff can be seen as toxic, but they having that mentality of seeking strength to a certain extent i'm not someone like just be, like piece of shit about it but like seeking strength to a certain extent can help you grow as a person like in this world because as as we know like this world is like a piece of shit so like so is that like, i have a great example concept of it yeah, but I, I don't I think that ties to being masculine, though, right? Doesn't that say just no, being no. like everybody can no, no, kind of no. have that? No, it does kind of. Yeah, yeah, no, it's no, tied no, to no. being masculine. Say, say, because uh, a, a perfect example would be like, uh, in an example, you need to be like macho, right? So, if if somebody's shit talking you, you know, uh, jokingly or not, like in a friend group, you might you might feel a certain type of way, but you need to you need to learn to be able to like shit talk back, you know, and that's that's like it's considered. A toxic trait to be able, like you know like degrading uh, towards other people or like yeah you know dominant and you're trying to you're trying to emasculate your your best friend you know like if you're get, getting a heated argument with them right but like that's a part of like sticking up for yourself and you know like learning uh, learning how to off the, like that, that it's it's toxic masculinity needs or sometimes you need it is that would is that like saying like in in school, some people need to be bullied. Do you agree with that? No. 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 Kidding. No. Yes. High key. Dang. Okay. Like it depends on what the person this, is getting bullied. Oh, you know what? I think. Hold up. Hold up. I, I, I want to say bullying altogether is a good this, fucking trait. But... I'm gonna hit this with another thing. Is it like not 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 bullying necessarily, but I'm should you hit me. your kid? Should you hit your kid? Like poking fun? Like, 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 like I don't like. like I'm talking reprimand I'm like, them. Like, to reprimand them. I don't mean like beat the shit out of your kid. I just mean like, like, you know, like fucking, yeah, like spanking. You know, fucking slapping. Okay, the shit what about like ver verbal abuse too. As as effective as I think, um, 
Now, nah, verbal abuse is like, like I, think your kid is. I think I think there's a pretty finite line. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. think you should. I think, it's, I think it is an effective form of, of punishment. Kid but personally, I I just can't bring myself to do it because yeah. I'm not a physical person as it is. And for me to like put hands on someone, I would really have to be like genuinely upset. And I just don't think I could do that to my kid. Who, who here has been like whooped by their the parents? With me. Hello. I did, I've, just, I've been with. I've been with my parents. I wouldn't. Well. Eat. I've been beat I don't want to whip my kids. Like, I don't want to whip my kids just for anything. Like it has to be like a serious thing for me to actually like fucking. But what's know, what like? Oh, my sister asked me like, what would be so serious that they would do that you right. whoop them for? That right? you need to like beat their fucking ass. Yeah. Black and blue. Like because if they yeah, burn down the house, if they burn down the house, <laughs> whooping, if they burn down the house, whooping them isn't bringing the house back. And it's like yeah. they already know. Hey, but I guarantee you, they're not gonna burn the house down again. Yeah, like, but they're not. They, they're not gonna do it. Kids usually like if a kid burns out no. on an accident, the remorse from burning the house down is more than enough. Like from the guilt from think, them burning it down would be more than enough punishment for them. I think usually, the only you could thing probably I could just think like of off the top of verbally my head as be, well. I would. I don't think I could verbally. Verbal to me is way worse than whooping your child. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. You're gonna fuck me. Yeah, that's true. No, I'm telling. Like verbally to me personally is worse because like the shit that my parents used to like. It's not like it wouldn't be like serious shit, but it's like the small shit they used to tell me. I would carry that shit on in the back of my head. Like every day I go to school. Oh, am I like this or this, this or that? I it would just be there because it's coming for your parents. Because getting your ass beat is whatever. Oh, I, I take a nap and I wake up. But them saying that shit to you, like let's say they call you disappointed. That's not the after the after beating nap. Yeah. I mean, not be fucking. That's just yeah. gonna I, suck. I, that's just gonna fuck some people up. I think I'm in the only one in here that disagrees. Like I, I would 100 rather be verbally abused than because um, really? I, I can't think of a single circumstance where getting my ass whooped uh, would like resolve an issue that I caused, you know, on purpose or not, because that's just gonna make me resent you more and more. Like every time it happens, physical abuse, like for me within a family unit is like never the answer. I, I would rather be verbally abused because I know I'm the type of person who can brush that off. But like getting my ass whooped, I, I can't trust you anymore. You know, well, I mean, you know, like, like no, pain, pain goes is, away, you know, scars don't. So, you know, like, I, I think we can all agree on that. The way know? I see like Absolutely. this physical, like, or verbal punishment towards children i don't see it as a way to like let's say they do something bad i'm just gonna beat them for it. no they did something bad so i need to because i believe personally like telling your telling your kid that they did something bad especially when they're ignorant and they're trying to figure out why sometimes they may not fully understand it so yeah, i'm not gonna like, be my kid into them i'm not gonna be my kid for no fucking means. reason but like let's say if they disrespect me me trying to explain to them that how they shouldn't disrespect people that are older mm -hmm. than them. They may not just get it off the bat unless they have some type of reinforcement to really think about it. Because, like, how, how you said that if someone's telling you something uh, uh, verbally abusing, you're going to brush it off. What if I'm trying to talk to my kid about you shouldn't do it? Adults, they might just brush it off mentally and they and they won't stick with them. Nah, that's different for me. Still, yeah, I think it is because like I I'll win a screen match all day long. I, nobody can, you know, fucking like talk to me a certain way without me stepping it up, you know, a number. So like if I'm trying to get my point across to my child and they, they want to be disrespectful, I'll, I'll show them disrespect, you know, but I'm not I, I, I couldn't bring myself to lay a hand on anybody. The thing mm -hmm. is, what is the, everybody's definite? Because are we talking verbal abuse like 
oh, see, you're yelling at them, or like, oh, you're not going to, you are never going to be shit. There's definitely different variations of verbal versus physical. They'll be like, oh, you'll never be shit, you'll never monster, you're fucking just fucking That's verbal abuse. I'm going to step in here right here. So as a person who was raised with both, um, verbal abuse, I feel like for, for me personally, made me resent the person more. Really? Because I feel yeah. like verbal abuse is, it, it's like a poison that just, just keeps going in your system like over and over. Because it's, it's not, like physical abuse, or, or not physical abuse, but physical like all that, like that, like it's like a, a time that it begins, a time that it ends. It's because yeah. it's a consequence of an action. Yeah. But verbal like abuse can happen at any point, any point, no matter if you're doing good, bad, or just do nothing. And it's longer lasting. Can, can start, it's longer lasting. It'll yeah. stay in your mind because they keep reinforcing the idea to you. They'll keep bringing it up to you, and you have to sit there and live with it. So if it's if it's not too personal for me to ask, because mm-hmm. I I I can't I can't reflect on physical abuse because I was I I would never got whooped in my life. I've mm-hmm. I've been fucking you know when I was little I got fucking spanked. No, I got that, threatened that, with a switch you know or I'm a belt. I've been threatened, I mean. but never like physically abused. Right. So like mm-hmm. if what. If you don't mind, what's the worst thing your parents ever said to you that stuck with you the longest? For me, um, yeah. well, my mom is, is, is a sweetheart. But my dad, um, to describe him, it's like he's kind of. As speaking of in toxic masculinity, my my father was the type to never go get therapy or anything for anger management. Right. So when my father would get angry, it's like most people's angry stops at five. My dad stops at eleven. So when he gets mad, he he will use anything and everything that he knows about you to hurt your yeah. feelings. Yeah. So if you have issues with your self-appearance, if you have issues with like an event in the past that's embarrassing, if you have mm-hmm. issues with like maybe like coming out of um, of your shell and maybe like talking to people, he will use that against you. Yeah. And so for me, when I was younger, I was like I would like just not not, not even the physical part would bother me as much as verbal. Because the verbal, the verbal things that he would say would make me actively avoid him for maybe, like the better part of ten years. <laughs> right. Like, I can live like if I get beat, like okay, like uh, like I hurt, like, like, I, 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 like I, I do hurt. resent you, like ow, I'm gonna take a nap, I'm over it, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, I might resent you for a couple of days, but that's it. The verbal things that they would say to me, or things that he would say to me, would stick with me for so, years. L- let me ask it's, you it's now. It's like a blob. What? Yeah, like so. so we were, we were touching a lot on like the development of like kids you know in a toxic masculinity mm-hmm. environment with with verbal abuse physical abuse right but so the long lasting effects i think that for me it, it would just stick to when i was younger but like if somebody if if your father came up to you now mm-hmm. and belittled you for your choices and your life decisions and just like mistakes you've made like you were saying versus came up to you you did something wrong and starts like wailing on you and you can't defend yourself in this situation right you just mm. you get your ass fucking what what would be more harmful now i feel like now hmm that's a hard that's a hard thought. i see <laughs> I, I can brush I think... off i can brush off the the shit talk no, but i like, think physically being abused as an adult you know, is, is that not more long lasting? Yes, that's okay. Absolutely. I understand where you're coming no. from. Because verbal for me, like as an adult, that verbal shit out one ear, out the other. I would right. have to. Because I'm, I'm not in my development phase right. anymore. You know yourself, I'm not developing. Right? I know myself. I know right. where I stand 
I like my mental my mental shape is strong. Exactly. But physically, if I'm physically old and like older, like old enough, and like I, that I get into physical altercation and I can't defend myself, and I have to yeah. sit there and take it, that's definitely going to be sticking with me. Think so? Yeah. Absolutely. That, that's that's kind of what I was leaning into. I mean, I think at some point, like, they're going to be like, oh, you're like, you're too old to what? Because they have it in their mind, like, you should already know better because it's like, that's, you're grown. No, no, but adults, yeah. uh, like, no. if you're getting your ass beat by another adult type shit. Like, Especially a parent unit. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah true. Like, Especially if, if you're an adult, because, like, at least in, like, uh, my, in my case, like, my parents told, like, I just grew up with a mindset of, like, work, like, usually, like, what people say kind of, like, isn't, doesn't really, like, have an effect on you most of the time like you don't like really have to worry about stones. what yeah sticks type stones. shit mm-hmm. and my parents would usually say like would call me like useless and stuff mm-hmm. but like Ooh. i guess they would always tell me like like later on like they would be like oh there's like they would tell me it was just out of a place of anger and they didn't actually like mean those things mm-hmm. and like whenever i was ever like tried to be bullied at school or whatever i i kind of just brushed people off kind of it was like like they, verbal bullying yeah, yeah, like whenever, like I remember this one day when I was at uh, middle school and like, at, like we were just lining up to get football equipment and all these fucking eighth graders came up and just started roasting like, fucking just started like making, like roasting every yeah. seventh grader that was sitting there and all the seventh graders were sitting there quiet and with like a scared look on their face because you have these eighth graders who are like big as fuck just roasting everyone and then like fucking like they got to uh this one dude this one fucking dude with the uh like a burned face right yeah um and like yikes. they started roasting him but the dude got got up and started roasting them back literally like he was like the only yeah. seventh grader who got up and started roasting them back good friend and i was like yo every <laughs> i was like yo dude that's this nigga fucking like he was like like would you everybody everyone could see like the ugliest dude there right and mm. like he literally like stood up for himself and everybody else who like didn't like go through like anything or like had like were just like normal i guess you could say they were like like more scared i i kind of like learned from that dude i was like i guess you could like when a nigga is like coming for your shit like you gotta like yeah you gotta defend yourself and like talk back and like Uh, i I, I guess that mindset is what made it so like whenever people tell me things i kind of don't i kind of just brush it off now but yeah that's why like physical abuse my parents used to hit me was like way worse yeah i see what you're saying yeah but but for so same circumstance for you, yeah. You, you know, uh, what what how how would it affect you now as an adult who knows who they are, you know, um, yeah. You know, if you tell me shit now as an adult, bro. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I'm not, but, I'm not gonna listen to anything. but a parent that you respect and love comes and starts whooping your ass. You can't defend yourself. Yeah. Would that be more long lasting than than like the worst possible toxic thing they could say to you? Yeah, because if they like. If they beat you like that, because you you'd be wondering like why the fuck like. like but it, it doesn't it doesn't matter at that point, you know like yeah, you as a, as a character you're defined already. Like if my if my step like if my mom's boyfriend came in here and started fighting me, I could get up, pack, and leave the next day. I don't know what I'm gonna do with my life. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I could dip. I don't need to be here. Mm-hmm. You know, like but my character is set. You know? What if you're not like, in the circumstance to leave that environment? Well, like I said, like my character is set. I'm I'm speaking purely personal here like i like like i could get up and go i'm sure most people nowadays they understand you know like sure like you know argument can be made there are circumstances where you can't leave but i feel for the most people you know if we're talking about like masculinity and all that stuff like 
you're not going to end up getting more toxic, you know, as the years goes on. If you're like mid 20s, whatever, you know, you're pretty set as who you are. I don't know, pent up aggression from you don't know how to raise a child because you weren't raised right. You're gonna fucking steep stoop as low as they did, possibly, you know, potentially. Well, the thing is, is like with that is um before you're having a child, like you do sometimes think of like what could have gone better, like uh, something that could have helped you out a lot more, and you're gonna take those like let or those things that you could have like that you wish or that that could have happened to you that uh, helped you grow a little bit more or learn to be a better person or, or anything like that. See, and then you're going to try to influence that for your kids. Like, oh, uh, like my dad, he never really, he never really asked me, like, he just is like, oh, you should be a man type shit. Like, oh, I don't need to ask you about anything. Like, I feel like I should ask my kid, like, hey, you good? Like, if you're good, like, if you need to talk about anything, we're like, we're, I can hear. Well, yeah. but, no, for real. Like, you have to be. Uh, like, I'm just going to propose an voice. argument for what Sage is basically putting out. And I'm going to say, you know, my, my argument is that masculinity is more affected at an earlier stage in your life than when, and at, at an older stage of That's your life. That's I've been trying to say this whole... Yeah. Uh, uh, no, no, no. I, I never dispute that. Yeah, I agree with it. I agree okay. with that. I was just, I okay. was just kind of clarifying because it, it, toxic masculinity is much broader than just your, you know, being raised, right? So it's like when you're older, how things affect you as well and how you are portrayed, you know, in the in the yeah, view. yeah, I, I can understand that. Based on societal you know, standards, right? Yeah, you, humans are constantly learning and adapting. Right. So yeah, I could see, you know, you yeah, finish no, this I, circumstance, you know, you can change. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I agree with you guys. I have a, I have a statement. I already said this already, but like the whole thing with like growing up and possibly spreading that toxic masculinity onto your children, it's like once it, like, it really depends on the environment you're gonna grow up in, honestly. Because so. if you don't have anything to reflect on. Like that is opposite of your own experience. You're Positive. not gonna really think about. Oh, let me not do this to uh, my kid later on, because you're all you're gonna think about is that anger in your head. For, it might not be for all people, but some people. How I see it is gonna that anger and all that all that harm that was brought to them by maybe their parents or someone else may affect them negatively throughout their life, depending on what they experience. Because me personally. I feel like if I didn't know a lot of the people that I met in my life, I wouldn't even be thinking more. Even my parents, I feel like if I didn't have my parents specifically, I wouldn't think about how I view myself around the world. I wouldn't be self-conscious because I was self-conscious as at an early fucking age growing up, like about the, maybe about the age of five. I was self-conscious about shit that I shouldn't be thinking about. Just like, okay, this is who I am. How does my existence affect other people? Yeah. And that's how I just kept on growing up with and thankfully I kept on growing up with people that have that same mindset with me but it can, it can start early too though because like you can you can have a bully right um, yeah but like I would, I would I would probably think most bullies who are like like real bullies you know like ragging on people just fucking making people miserable in life mm -hmm. like they probably don't have the best it, thing going on at home you know and that's what so I'm it, saying it can start real early yeah it's a cut effect and also the fuck also what I want to touch upon. Ah, oh, fucking god. That's why Angela oh. was one of them eighth graders fucking claiming <laughs> seventh graders. Yeah, you were one Just of the seventh graders. Yeah. You couldn't flame me, Angelo. You tried, you fucking Filipino. I was about to say you're white, oh, my guy. I was about to say I, you're white, like that's oh, all I literally need I'm to say. I'm not white, idiot. You're white. You're white. 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 
when you said the eighth graders flame the seventh graders and then Eddie was talking about the verses perfect. Uh-uh. Angel, I know no, that shit was winning. traumatizing. There haven't been any more to, to me, bro. That we want to touch on. Oh shit! You were like, there is one thing. Yeah, I think it'd be. So is it? So in this day and age, like. Like I've I've grown up with like a certain like I'm willing to like accept any accept anything like I'm open to minded but like growing up it's it for me it was like oh it was like the male or female kind of thing but then like now there's like more more options or like more things that people will be accustomed to and like I'm like yeah all right cool that's that's what they want to believe that's how they are that's fine but how would you treat your or is like Obviously, you're going to want to support your kid. If they were, like, at a young age, like, oh, I feel like I'm this, do you accept that? Or do you, like, oh, I don't know about that, or, All like, try to talk to them? Always accept. I mean, For me, no matter what they tell me, I'll always accept it. They tell me Even if at a, if a young they age. They tell me they want to be fucking demi-boy, demi-girl, whatever the fuck you tell me, I will 100% always accept them. Hey, hey, you're obviously going to, but oh, you're no. like, all right, yeah, I'll accept it. It's like, I'm like, I, all right, so I, I accept it and everything. I don't know. It depends on like the age. Do you, do you, depends on the age. No, I don't give a fuck. No, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't care. Because if you're not willing to sit down and have a discussion. You don't know what you want until you at a certain age. If they come to me at like age nine telling me they want to be a demi-boy, I'm going to ask them what the fuck you learned that from first and then two i'm gonna be like okay well if you want to be that go ahead son i'm i'm gonna support you bro i'm not, like, I'm not gonna lie i mean uh, you should support nah, I'm being so, I'm, I'm literally depends on the age because i don't believe someone that's younger than a actual teenager would understand the full concept of gender. I just the concept of it that's my opinion yeah i just i, I don't want to call kids stupid but if fucking spongebob is causing them brain damage I think oh, no, a lot of things bro. is happening. Oh, no. Two things, at, at, probably a lot of things at once happen. Yeah, SpongeBob, SpongeBob though, SpongeBob. not necessarily because SpongeBob is hard to understand. Just because it's just. Well, I I fully accept them for the. Angel, let me, are, let me ask you a question. Like... I feel like I've been talking too much, but like. No, you did. But, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let y'all know something kind of embarrassing. I think I've told a few people this in my life, but like, so, to touch on what Angelo said, my entire life. And and there was no there's no indicators no no nothing, but my mom grew up in an abusive household, right? And she she took that and she was so, so core to her beliefs that when she when she was raising me, every year like as long as I can remember at least once a year right, she would ask me, hey, quick question, do you think you're gay? Just potentially you know like not not in an insulting way not because I I showed any signs of like acting a certain way but she would ask me are you gay and i would say no mom i'm not gay and she would say okay well i just want you to know if you were that'd be okay and i and i'd love you the same and i i you know nothing nothing would change and she told me that every single year so as far as like what angela was saying you know that like i don't know no, like I, yeah I, I get it you know exactly. you know like like that support system right so definitely depends on you yeah you should always support like for me right, like, i feel like i'd support my kid like yeah all right I, i'm good but i wouldn't want to like why they would feel like what made you like how do you why you started and i'd be I, like quiet of course but yeah it, uh, it, it puts like, me in a weird situation but afterwards after i i understood you know what she said and i thought about it a little bit you know i would ask myself you know am i i don't i'm fucking i don't think so i'm not right yeah you should, I, you should I felt so much more comfortable with myself right but 
Mm-hmm. Like if it's, it's like, oh, you're a little young, but you know, I'll accept it. But if you still feel like this, like when you're growing up, like I'll, Lucky. and if you change your yeah, mind, I, anything, I, like, I, I, I think I'll just go with. I'll just always support you. Like kind of better work worded. Okay, I, I have a take on this question or on this question. Go ahead, Zach. No, I was just saying it's not. It's not like I would, you know, be against my son being gay or something. But like he's coming at me like five, saying like, "Dad, I think I'm gay." I'm gonna be like, exactly like Eddie. Like, hey, where'd you learn that? I mean, but but if he explained to me that like that, I actually have feelings. Well, at five, okay, that's. Yeah, that's a little young. That's a little young. A little young. What what, 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 are? Then, then like you're gonna have like, a real long conversation, though. You know, yeah, like, exactly. Um, like, you know, as long as you're willing to sit down and understand. But like, yeah, number right. one, number, I'm yeah, always that's... willing to sit down and understand. See, I don't have don't no problem ever... supporting my child, but the thing is, I want to make sure they're they know what they they're, they're sure. Yeah, yeah. The as long as you with, can the sit same, down and chastise them. Because the same thing with with um Sage said about contemplating if he could like how his mom asked him, "Or are you gay?" And then contemplated. Like, oh, could I possibly be? It's the same thing with me. Are you gay? Are you gay? No, I'm not gay. It's the same thing that I have experienced, too. Like, I had to contemplate, oh, am I? Possibly? And that took me, like, maybe a a while to really think about that. Right. It's something you got to think about. Yeah, it's like, because I was young. I think so. I was young when my dad brought it up to me, and it's like, and even, like, I think the first time he brought it up to me, I was like, first grade? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And then, like, even throughout those years, like, maybe, like, until, like, fourth or fifth is when I understood that absolutely that I wasn't. Because I still questioned it. Because I was like, yeah, I don't really hang out with females all the time. And, and when I'm around mm-hmm. them, I don't really, like, what's it called, feel like I could talk to them well as I mm-hmm. do with dudes. Yeah. So I would contemplate and think, like, damn, could that be a possibility? Yeah. Then it's like, nah, I guess not. It's my exact experience. Yeah, I agree. Cause and um, that kind of comes full circle, yeah. like toxic masculinity. You know, like, like as a parent, how do you react to that? You yeah. Know? Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to make a small segue. Yeah. What was uh, the keeping, thing that you wanted to say? Keeping Angelo's question in mind. Um, so I have I have a little belief, right? Uh, looking at how parents can contribute to character and and the you know in a child's development. Um, I feel that there's two ways that you can um focus on how your character how your child's character is going to develop, right? You can either teach them with a confident mind or you can teach them with an analytical mind. Okay. The, the, is there any argument to that? I, does anyone, I, does anyone I, think differently? When you say analytical, are you analytical like mind meaning think before you do or be confident in what you decide to do? I, I disagree as well. I do. The thing is, I believe in both. Hmm. I believe, because me personally, I use both. Because so, sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, let me think about this. Just like, you know, sometimes fuck it. I don't care. I'm going to just do it because I want to do it. So uh, did you, are you, are you okay, saying those okay, are the only like, like, two ways? No, no, I'm not saying those are the only two ways. But I'm saying I'm saying that it's those are two ends of a spectrum. Yeah. Okay? Because, you know, with everything, there's give and take, right? If you're analytical, you're going to think about things more, you know, perspectively, right? I'm going to see how how I would see it, how my mom would see it, how my dad would see it, you know? Yeah, but me what, that's also going to lead to overthinking. If I think of things confidently and how I feel emotionally, like I, I'm just going to do this because I want to, then that leads to arrogance. So like objectively? Yeah, that leads back. to arrogance and also closed-mindedness as well. I feel mm. like... Think so? I think so. I think I think there this give and take can happen with both yeah, of, like either, either one of these mindsets, you know? It like, does it can lead to lead. closed-mindedness, 100%. Yeah. I do feel like it does lead to that. 
Well, which which topic? I'm sorry. Like, not like I'm saying. Like, like basically, I'm saying like so I'm saying. Yeah, so I'm saying like like when you decide to like tell your tell your child, right? It's like, okay, your child comes to you, you know, and they're like, they're like, okay, mom, like dad, I think I'm, you know. You know, I think mm. I'm not like, like like I'm gay or something. You know, like they're thinking right. certain things, right? It's like it's like okay, am I might yeah. tell my kid, you know, like this is this is an extreme kind of thing, you know. But it's like okay, like I might tell my kid, like okay, be confident in what you do, or it's like is it okay, sweetie? Um, I understand, but I want you to take some time and think about this. Well, no, that, that kind of goes on to who I, I don't remember who said it. But like, it was like if you if you're really really young, you might not understand that, right? So you might have to have a conversation. It's not it's yeah. not necessarily bad because. You might be closed-minded, but if you pursue that like that conversation, and it turns out maybe they're not gay, you know that that that's a positive uh, outcome. You know, mm-hmm. like you you help them find who they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not so everybody is depending on what stage or like what what age per se is the kind of response that you would uh, give. I think it's the person and the age. Like it comes along with intelligence, right? Mm-hmm. So, it depends on their developmental stage. Like you, you could be, you could be in first grade. Like uh, whoever said. It. Sorry, I, I keep forgetting that who said. Oh, that was good. Yeah, yeah, you, you could be in first grade, and and you could know a hundred percent in your soul. I, am a guy. I like guys, and that's the way it is. You know. But after you have yep. that conversation, your parent will now be enlightened to that fact, right? Mm-hmm. Even even if they're closed-minded, even if they don't agree with you, it, it's a positive outcome because they know. That you know who you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is it is it is it so such a positive outcome? What do you mean by positive outcome exactly? Because in the sense that like I think he's just talking about having they that feel good about themselves. To understand your child. Yeah. 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 They feel good about so themselves you and you it. feel good about them feeling good about themselves. Yeah, even if yeah. you even if you no, no, you don't even have to feel good about it. Like even if you disagree with their choices, mm. you it may not be a positive outcome for you. Like you're like, oh I'm so devastated. I'm super religious. My child came out gay. But at least <laughs> they know it themselves, you know, and, and you understand that they're they're aware of that. And so you've had that conversation. You know that 100 percent they believe what they believe like that. Mm-hmm. I, I think that that's that's a good thing, because as a parent, it doesn't matter what you think. It's it's about your 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 kid knowing yeah, who they are. Mm-hmm. But then the danger comes where parents, you know, like religious yeah. parents try to like wash the gay away at the yeah Baptist that's fucking toxic that's disgusting <laughs> that's, that's scum I, of the earth yeah. scum so, of the earth. i for one can step in here. um <laughs> like hold on a second you want to yeah, get a little bit more of my life story let's let's push it out um when some kids say like oh like maybe i am or maybe like the idea of and their parents like shut it down or try to change their ideas by saying like oh like maybe like for example, using me at a young age, like I knew from a very young age like, what I was and what I represent, whatever. And my father, like before even like knowing any any part of like what, what my sexuality was or anything like that, I was already taught it was like a bad thing. And it was always like reinforced more and more and more. And like, for instance, like we went out to like some, I don't know, circus or something, right? And my dad was like, and I was like, you see that person over there? I'm like, what? what do you like somebody like dressed like differently from us and, and very flamboyant you know and very outgoing and he said you see that that's an embarrassment we don't want we don't want to, we don't want to be like that we want to be we want to be men in the filter households that's rough we, we don't want to yeah that's how he was in the beginning and he was like this is like was installed me i was like three three fucking years old Damn. And 
and I hear that and I'm like, okay, okay. And I knew early, like maybe around seven that I was the way I was like, cause that's like where I finalized, I put all things together. It took my, my young mind a long time to put puzzle pieces together. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was, after that, it's like, well, what can you do at that point? You, it's already installed in your brain that your parent doesn't like like what you do. So you, you would try to change yourself or you would change and resent yourself at the same time, or you would hide it as much as you could. And that was like, I would say like very detrimental to the health of like a child under the age of 12, right? Very like scary. So it's like at the, at the very beginning, you're taught to like hide something that is some, a part of your core. So yeah. when you, my- when you finally got the courage to let them know, did, were you shut down? Did they try and change who you were or? Um, uh, I'll say I had a couple of close calls. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, it starts with, um, me being, becoming more confident when I reached high school. In middle school, I was always like asked because I'm, I'm pretty flamboyant, like as I am now, and the, the way I just spoke and everything. But it was like nothing was set in stone. I didn't put any, any things out. And I realized like the more you put your foot down, the more you speak up, the more you show confidence in yourself. Confidence in yourself. You don't have to worry about what about you. It's about mm-hmm. what you about yourself. And when I chose to come out, I already had my system of positivity. I have my my people backing me up in multiple like areas. I, I, pl- I planned this shit out. <laughs> it wasn't just like, oh, like here, like one day, like, hey, like, are you done with the washing machine? Let me talk to you real quick. It was like six months, eight months. Okay, if this happens, I have this backup. I'll go to this house. I have my, my aunt that likes me and this, this. I would, it's, it's very strategically planned out because I was ready for the negative reaction. But at that point, I was, I was tired of hiding who I was. I was tired of hiding who I wanted to become. And so when my father asked me, Finally, like, are you? No, you and, I, and I said, yeah, why? What's up? To show him that I wasn't afraid of anything that he thought of me. Yep. Yeah. I was just ready to take it all. It's like, yeah, why? And I looked at him in his face and stared into his eyes as I said, yes. Why? Why are you asking? And he said nothing. So you fought back the, I don't, I I don't want to be aggressive, but like the toxicity. Yes, like, that's like how there I... was no you know, drawbacks. He just accepted it instantly. Mm, it's more like it took a couple of days for him to process that, and because for the longest time, like he he was the person who installed the resentment and hate, hateful things towards right. this like particular group. And when um, I, as I said, I had a couple of close close calls, and I was reprimanded for it, and I would resent him immensely. That's why I was like verbal was big for me. I would like be reprimanded like oh like oh what did i find on your phone like why are you talking to this boy and, like you're 15 i'm like okay okay cool and like that would happen and, and i realized like the more that i would just like accept 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 like the toxicity the harder it would become and so i became tired of it like i fought my own demons as people say and i decided to push back i decided that I was time to put my foot down i just tried to put up that giant ass wall that can't be crossed or, or maybe maybe knocked on and I'll open the door a little bit and speak to you, but that's how I have developed as a person. And I feel like because of the childhood that I have, like I feel like that my personality shines through that. And that's why today I'm so loud. Today I'm so right. expressive. Today I do not give a fuck. Today I will dress the way I want. Today I will say the things that I want without remorse and do the things that I want to do. Cause I wasn't able to do them when I was younger. So th- did he treat you differently? Mm, 
my dad is a very like traditional um christian man he the only book he said he read a lot was the bible for the longest time and that was like a thing that i would have to read sometimes i like david and goliath good story and <laughs> he uh <laughs> he, uh what, what were we saying sorry track lost um how did they treat you differently oh he treated me um so it took two months for him to speak to me again after that wow uh, that's hard he had to grab oh it's okay i avoided him anyway so i didn't care oh. um i have a mom my, my mom is very sweet um awesome. for the, di- the dynamic for our family was my, my dad was very much in charge for the longest time and so my mother was like you know what i'm done with that shit. let me step up let me speak and it took a long time it took for me to be born for that to happen like my i have two older siblings that are like 15 16 years older than me and they went through the same thing and she was your support system she was my support system that's that's the only reason i think i'm like here today because my mom is like so wow happy. and um that's why i was able to stand up against my father and put my foot on and say like hey yeah i am gay and he had that two months of silence and that was fine with me i was like damn i'm living it up like i could walk in the living room and say this to me like okay like no oh shit. dad are these dad, are these two crackers like i'm gonna eat this shit like mm, this is good did you buy this <laughs> like oh yeah i I, lit, I ate that shit up because i had to deal with 18 years of that shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna rub that shit in your face. Like, hi dad, how are you doing? Walk right past me. All right, have a good day. Like, I'm fine with that shit. You can you I can deal with two months of silence for 18 yeah. years of resentment. And so after the two months came up, he's he sat down and like spoke to me and we had a, a discussion and he started evolving as a father because he was like, you know, you're the youngest and everything. And I just one of the what's best for you and i was taught this and everything and of course he brought his bible quotes and everything in and i was i was ready to take them and i was ready for my rebuttal <laughs> and that's why i'm always ready for like earlier when we were talking i was like i'm always ready for the fight i'm always ready because so, my father love yeah, go ahead no. no um i'm always ready for the rebuttal i'm always ready for the fight because i always had to deal with the verbal things that my dad father said since he was my father and at a young age, I wasn't able to say anything back. I have to take all that shit. Yeah. And when I did try to speak back when I was like 15, 16 and started feeling rebellious, it was always shut up. I'm speaking. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now it's, John, why don't you call me more? I don't know, dad. I'm just, I'm tired from work, you know? Mm-hmm. And he has to deal with that. And that's his own demons. And I'm not, I'm, if he wants to reach out, that's him. Like, like DJ said, it's a spectrum, you know, and, and you're kind of on both ends. You know, you had that, you had your dad who kind of ragged on you for just being who you were. And then you had your mom who was, she chose not to reinforce those societal standards of, oh, you need to act a certain way. You need to be a certain way, be a certain person. Mm-hmm. And, and it, you kind of, you know, like, you, I don't know, you, you got to understand how it works, you know, from a different perspective. And, but but do you still resent him today? Do you still have any of that resentment left over? I feel as I've got, grown older, like I've gotten some some pretty pleasant surprises from my father due to reactions. After um after I graduated from high school, like my dad tried to have a sex talk with me and I was weird as fuck. Um, because he got more comfortable. He's like, I've been reading up about like what this is. My dad, old ass fucking like 50-year-old man, is like comes out his his glasses. I've been reading up about this. I'm like, okay, all right. What it what 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 what's up? It's like, can we have a sex talk? I'm like, oh, okay. Let's talk in the kitchen. I'm like, all right, sure. I sit down. He's like, I don't really like. He was very nervous. He's like, I don't know like how to really ask. Like, what goes on with this? And I was like, 
well, I'm happy. Like, first off, let me say, like, I'm happy for you to take the step with me at all. Because <laughs> before, like, other two months, you kind of looked at me with disgust. I don't know where we were going to go from there. But I'm happy that you're willing to have a talk with me because my son. And I was like, I like that you're evolving as a person. And I, I try my hardest now that I'm older to not resent him. Because even though, like, the gay thing was, like, a big deal for us, I also wasn't the perfect child either. I have my own shortcomings, my own problems that did probably need to be reprimanded at some point. But the resentment I have just turns to pity at this point now that I'm older. Because my father might not be the best, like, figure everything, but he the childhood, like, upbringing that he had was harder in some ways, that physically at least, for what he told me. Mm-hmm. And so I always took, like, the things that he would say with a grain of salt and and try to apply them in new, like, inventive ways as I got older, you know? And my brother and sister being older, years, years, light years ahead of me, like 15, 13 years older than me, they're not, they're they're done. They they don't have time for father, and that's fine. I understand they're coming from, they, they have 15 more years of that shit. <laughs> and I'm the youngest, and I'm like, hey, why don't you talk to dad at Christmas? Like, I'm sorry, like, I, I'm done with that. Like, hi, dad, bye, dad, that's all they get. For me, um, seeing my father like uh, older, weaker, uh, this and like kinder in some ways. Now that I see him briefly, I feel nothing but pity, and yeah. for him, I feel I, I I feel, yeah, I feel I just feel pity. I'm just like, oh, dad, like you okay? Like what's going on with this? Like everything that he's come to, and, and my brother and sister. I'm like, hey, like are you, like do you guys feel bad about that for dad? And I was like, nope, nope. That's his shortcoming. That's what that's what happened to him. Nope, that's his that's his thing. That's why we avoid him actively. Like he'll see he'll see his his nephew and nieces and everything, but that's on our time. It's not on his. And we'll that's when we want to bring him over and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, well, damn. You know, like it's no damn about it. Like we had 15 more, 16 more years of dad. He was worse than he was when he was with you. And I was like, well, that's that's very fair. And would so, you say? Yeah. Would you say then? So going back to like all the way from the beginning i think somebody said like can you change like who you are coming from toxic masculinity like portraying yourself as a certain type of person like mm-hmm. um so he you guys had certain conversation he he did break down some barriers in your opinion like do you, absolutely do you, do you change so you can overcome it he, he's overcoming it it's he's yeah. he's older he's more feeble now and i recently had like um a, like a whole like family intervention thing kind of my father's not the kind type as very, very much toxic masculinity, like he, the only time I saw my father cry on some separate occasions was when his friends passed away because he's older. And that's the only time I've ever seen him cry about anything. Wow. And so for me, I was like, I had a discussion with my father talking about like, oh, like um, my car got towed, right? And I, it was really near rent and I was struggling. And I, I talked to mom and I was like, mom, what should I do? And she said, don't say another word and pass me 500. I'm like, oh, damn. Okay, I'll take care of this. And I like I pay like um I'm like on a family time with my fa- with my father and my mom and so I drop off money like whatever like every month to like pay for that stuff and I also pay my mom back during that month and it was like 500 extra dollars on the table my dad's like what's going on I'm like oh like um well um I'm paying mom back for this thing like um she helped me out when I was really struggling and everything and my dad was like very like quiet and like slow in response and he walks away and he comes back and he's like kind of like tearing up and that was like very jarring for me because i don't see my father 
what's going on? I'm freaking freaking out, but I'm more in shock than anything. And my father comes out and he's like, well, you can have your $500 back. I'm like, what are you saying? Like, well, well, that's a lot of large sum of money. And he was saying, well, I'm your father. Like, I'm just sad that you you can't come to me as a father to help you out with it. You have to go behind my back and speak to your mom. I was like, I'm sorry. I was in shock, but I didn't say anything. But what I was thinking was, you raised me that way. You raised me not to rely on you. You raised me like to resent you this way. You raised me to, you know, my mom was my pillar. Like you were, you were the thing that dragged dragged me down. So I'm gonna use. I'm gonna talk to mom. Mom is everything to me, you know. And so I re- that got to him, and I guess I realized that he needed to change more. And that's when he bawled his eyes out in front of me. Like okay, mm-hmm. and um, for me that was very jarring. I didn't I didn't know what to feel. I was like cluster of emotions, and I I. I, I told he he was like apologizing like while crying and I'm like it's okay to cry like I didn't I understood like for him like being raised in a household where crying was like sermonous with like uh just bad things I guess like he would apologize for crying in front of me because like, that is not manly and I'm like you that's it's okay dad like it, you can cry it is okay and I had to calm him down I, all I gotta say is I left the situation I went back to my car and I called my entire family. <laughs> Or my my single family that like my mom my sister my brother like what the fuck dad just what everyone's freaking out you know because I didn't know what to do and after that I I realized like I started pitying him more than respecting him at this stage and so that's my answer for that might have been long winded but you get the point oh man good story <laughs> that was really interesting well I I did remember the night that, that happened i was like what's going on yeah, yeah thanks for like, opening up to just about that <laughs> anytime I'm gonna open we got door. any more uh any closing statements before we uh cut off um uh, i mean i guess i have something to say i just don't know how i want to say it <laughs> it's just uh you know like you know all the the new recent like family memes you know you know, everybody's like, family, <laughs> you know, they just true, about yeah. but yeah, you know, I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, I think that's true. And, and with any relationship, whether if it's work, girlfriend, boyfriend, mom, dad, you know, I don't, you know, I think anything relationship wise uh, can be fixed, right? Fixed as in a stable relationship. Whether if it takes years, months, you know, days or weeks, uh, I think anything can be resolved within a relationship with just uh, solid communication. Mm. Even you know, toxic masculinity. Even toxic masculinity. Um, well, yeah. Well, that's why I gave a broad term of fix, right? So, um, you know, uh, not saying fixed as in asking someone to change, but fixed saying you know as in setting a boundary at the very least right it's like a general understanding yeah you know it's like some people won't be able to talk because they're afraid some people won't be able to talk because they think they won't get through to somebody some people won't be able to talk because you know they just don't know what to say you know but i think that especially when it comes to like family like family family like, you know, because like even me with my dad, right? Like I, I hard resented him. I did not like how he, you know, like 
his form of punishment was very just it did not make any sense to me like i thought about it for years and years and years this never made sense to me and i was just like you know i just never understood it and for that reason i just resented him i didn't talk to him or anything and you know i, I at one point i didn't ever want to talk to him again you know and i think back on those times and i'm just like that's that's not the kind of like approach that i think is right you know i don't think that's the right approach and now i'm becoming more like like i want i want to have time aside from my dad because when they're not there there's there's something that you're never going to get back you know like once 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 everything's set in stone like once once they're gone that's just that's time that you're never going to get back with them and every person has something to offer in your life you know unless like those people who like i guess i would like those people who get in situations where like they can't ever forgive their parents because they did like traumatize them because for like like something really really bad you know because like, like there's sometimes where people can say like their parents are like unforgivable and shit like that yeah and it's like what about in those cases because like they they wouldn't even like want to talk to their parents anymore fully cut them yeah. off type type deal one, one of my friends literally just uh, it's really weird to see because like at first i thought their relationship was like that considering their mother is like one of the reasons that they like can't walk properly anymore why they're like basically handicapped because she like literally curb stomped her, her ankle when she was like 13 because she was just mad and they had like a very terrible relationship for like the longest the longest time and even now it's like really weird what they're being like civil i was like really out of the blue but they're being civil like this entire time it was like you know this awful situation i i think that you know it it takes reflection on on both parts yeah yeah you know for, for that to truly happen you know what i mean the mother reflected and said hey yeah i should probably be in jail for what i've done but you know i know sorry is not enough but I want you to, you know, have a relationship with your younger siblings. So I'm not going to jar that anymore because she was, you know, getting in the way of that. But yeah, like it's just um, like I kind of tie this together with, you know, how I feel about how like I want to raise my kid. It's like like, OK, what other people think of unforgivable is probably a little different than what I think of unforgivable. <laughs> Right. There's hard resentment. There's like, I don't want to talk to you for years. I want to have a whole family before I ever see your face again. Right. Like I can understand that, you know. But like, like, like I'm going to tell my kids, it's like. Life's going to get rough, you know, you're going to have a rough start. You can have a rough start, you can have a rough finish, you can have, you know, rough anywhere. It's going to get rough. But you just got to have to, you know, cry those tears and just tackle it you know and i i like that in conjunction with me believing that like resentment is just not a good driving force for anything it like those two just go hand in hand for me and i think getting i think reflecting and communicating builds stronger character than resenting and kind of walking away from things oh i agree entirely that's like a a whole other fucking topic of like problem solving like people who run away from their problems i feel are only stunting themselves in the end 
yeah not saying that anyone here is running away from problems or anything like this is just how i feel because like yeah my dad didn't do anything like horrible to me or anything but i did hold a lot of like just resentment towards him and you know like me believing like i said at one point that i never wanted to talk to him again and i really reflected like on those thoughts and i was just like like my dad still has like things to offer to me in my life you know like just emotionally like sentimentally like there's still a lot of value to be had there mm. you know and i just you know i just don't ever want people to like just be like oh like this person you know like sure there's extreme cases argument can be made of course but yeah. i think i think like just generally like there's a lot that people can still offer in your life and that you know just communicating and reflecting can just fix a lot in, in people you know that's, that's pretty good advice honestly good communication because now it is because like niggas just don't want to understand people anymore yeah everything everything's just taken at face value and just accepted as so no no questions asked no because we live in such like a fast-paced world yeah hmm. it's, it's like oh you stepped on my shoes i'm gonna beat you up later did you find out the man was blind it's like what okay <laughs> <I> think, <Peter. laughs> it's actually so true it's just like road rage honestly too yeah yeah, road like, rage is like the number one off, thing. Off, I'm off. like, dude, you you don't you literally never know what the other person is going through in their car. What if you find yeah, out that the not... person is like a 90 year old woman? She's, yeah. she's suffering, like, like, bro. Pregnant on, lady, get crashed into your car, you shoot the trigger, pull over to the driver's I was side. Say, bro, not in Houston, bro. You're gonna get shot. Never flip anybody off in Houston. Oh yeah, no, definitely yeah. don't. Just keep driving. Into your car. Just keep driving. They really don't care about their cars here, bro. That's just insane. Yeah. I can't talk. I flip people off all the time. We're <laughs> <laughs> demons, bro. Little <laughs> demons out here on the road. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. What the some closing statements? No, that's the uh, Reserve Corps yeah. podcast. You know, late night episode. Pretty sure niggas are asleep. Ganyu, I don't even know if this is still here. Yeah, Ganyu he is gone. Yeah, Ganyu he died. I guess thanks for pulling up. This your, yeah, this uh, is your host with the roast. Burly. No, I'm joking. Okay, it's your boy Juno Nice. Angelos, Filipinos. Okay. Yeah. yeah all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll see you guys later. Peace. See you later. Later.